Man, that was some that was some great intro music. Well, wasn't that just like awesome? I don't I don't think I've ever heard anything better. Wow. Did you write that? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Man. Yeah, me and Jason King wrote that. Oh, cool. In 2010. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you can get the album on uh, Spotify. Speaking of Jason King, he's going to be speaking at our Lightyear World Missions Conference he happening is. in a, a little over a week. Yeah, less than two weeks away. Man. And he's going to be speaking Monday night and Tuesday night. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. That's that's. I can't wait. Yeah. January 19th through the 21st. Yeah. And then we've got this other up-and-coming music artist who'll be here with us also speaking. Oh, yeah. Marcos Witt. Marcos Witt. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can, you know, give him a boost in his career. But yeah, I, I really think there's some potential with him. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential. I, I see a bright future for him. Yeah, yeah so, so he... Marcos he, Witt, Sunday Yeah, Marcos... Morning. Sunday morning and Sunday night and Sunday night and Monday morning. Really? Yeah. He's staying for Monday morning. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So really, it's going to be a great. That's awesome. Awesome time. And then Mon- Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, yeah. which is a holiday for most people. So we're having a, a men's lunch and a women's lunch that day. Totally free. Totally free. What Not are we, charging this year. What are we eating? In honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Chicken teriyaki. Teriyaki chicken. Teriyaki chicken. <laughs> so. Yeah. Free meal. It's going to be nice. The men Great are, meal. are going to meet and have a, a meal in the Family Life Center. And the ladies are going to come up to the chapel and have their meeting and lunch together. After uh, Marcos and three other ministers are going are gonna to share. Man. Monday morning. It's going to be. It's gonna, and, and then a time of praise and worship from 9 30 to 10 and then those four guys were going to let loose it's crazy that that's free all that is free well i mean you know amazing we have some very generous people here at the church that give and right serve that put that banquet on banquet so it's going to be a great day going to be a great couple couple days couple days yeah all right so mark your calendars <clears throat> yeah, light, light your, your world. world. It's coming up. 2020. Excited about it. Man, did we have a great meeting with the men last no, night? Oh, man, we did. Do we even introduce ourselves? No. I mean, we just assume that people know who we are if you're listening to this, but... I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. God bless you. Hi. Yeah, we had a great meeting with the men last night. <sighs> the man. first one of the new year. First one. Had some fantastic food. It was great food. Shout out to the men's team. Yeah. They put all that together. And especially Mario, yeah, Galvan, Super Mario, who's the grill master or Meister. I don't know Maestro. I don't know if what's better, Grill Meister, Meister or or Master. I think Meister just kind of has like a almost like a negative connotation to it. All right, so we'll go with the Grill Master. I'm thinking so, of Burger Meister, Meister Burger on uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. So we had a, a fantastic turnout. So oh, it was great, man. If you missed it, you really missed it. You All, did. Pretty much packed out. Yeah. In there. And as dad would say, packed to the gills. To the gills. <laughs> yeah. It was 
back to the gills. I also shared some other sayings from dad last night that got a good response. Yeah. That I can't, I actually can't repeat right. on this podcast. It's, it's for uh, men only. PG 13 or 14, maybe even 16. Yeah. I, I had never, I don't even know why I'm talking about this because nobody will know what I'm talking about unless they were there, but I had never heard that story before. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, right? it was great. I made the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's hundred percent true, and uh, yeah. So I sh- I shared a word with the men. Uh, charge, for yeah. It was, a, it was a great charge. Yeah, I was charged up, and it was like William Wallace up there on, oh, the, man. on the hill. William Wallace the the second, what the third, whatever the guy is from Braveheart. I've never even seen Braveheart, but I know he gives some kind of speech. He does fire up his men. He does. Yeah, that's a sad movie tragic but now i don't need to see it yeah so we had a fantastic time with the men guys mark your calendars for uh the first monday in february at 6 30 we're also going to have another fantastic time together and that is february the third so put it down on your calendars and looking forward to seeing you then so sunday sunday I was going to ask how your New Year's was, but if you're yeah. ready just okay. to go to yeah. Sunday. New Year's. Uh, our, our New Year's uh, was not good. We, we didn't have a good, a good time. Heather and I got back from Mexico, and we picked up the family. And then on, what, what, what day was New Year's? Wednesday, right? Tuesday night was New Year's yeah. Eve. and then So New Year's Eve, Judah started to get sick mm-hmm. and started to run a fever. And it happened really quick and so like i worked new year's eve I, I went home judah had been running a fever all day and then uh like 10 o'clock 10 30 at night he was just laying in bed moaning and groaning mm-hmm. just uh uh like he does not do that yeah. just like in pain and throwing up and so Heather's like, I got, I, we got to, I need to take him to get checked out. So that was kind of our New Year's Eve and found out he had the flu. Wow. And so, you know, a family of six, mm-hmm. it goes into like contagion mode and, and quarantine the sick one. And so we tried to block off our room and put him in there and keep the other kids out and keep me from getting sick. Um, because if, if, you know, we got missions conference coming up right. and like, I cannot get sick. That's just not an option. Well, then I started feeling bad. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, long story, long depressing story, I'm trying to cut it short. Uh, yeah, he had, he has the flu. He had the flu and I started to get really feeling bad, uh, Thursday and Friday or mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I spent Friday, Saturday in bed just feeling achy and, and feverish. And I think it, thankfully it was just the, I think it was just the cedar, mm. cedar mm-hmm. allergies. But yeah, that was pretty much our new wow. year's was just trying to keep everybody from catching the flu. And thankfully nobody else caught it. That's good. So hats off to my wife. who's just like goes into super mom yeah, I mean, mode. That's impressive yeah she does a really good job the flu is just running rampant this year yeah and they got i mean they even got their flu shots 
I've never had a flu shot in my whole life. And I've never had the flu, knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a shot. So I, I'm not I'm not trying to give people advice on getting shots. Yeah. But, you know, people get the shot and they get the flu. I've never had the shot. I've never had the flu. Those two things are probably not related. <laughs> but in my mind, they feel related. Yeah. So, until if it ain't broke don't fix it mm, mm-hmm. it's working for me now if i could only kick these cedar pollen allergies yeah that'd be great you shared a video with, <laughs> you shared a video of uh rick Anunzio yeah. from the church mm-hmm. out at his house out in the country shaking a, a cedar tree oh, that's crazy just this whole cloud yeah of cedar yeah when i shared that i was like i wonder if matt watching this is even his his eyes start watering and they did (laughs) and i shared it with a friend and i showed it to him and i watched his i watched him go (laughs) and like his eyes start watering just seeing it and it's just crazy how much yeah pollen is in the air right now so that's nuts how about you how was your new year we had a great time uh we didn't get sick. Shoot off some fireworks. We did. Went to our grandparents, our grandpa's house. Yeah, John Newman, and uh, he he bought more than enough fireworks for six New Year's parties, and we shot them all off. So, uh, my kids, they're not big fans of fireworks. Yeah, it kind of scares them a little bit. So I don't, I don't know what I've done wrong to where they're scared of it. But this year they were at least. They weren't like the night's over. Let's get out of here. So that was good. Built a little fire and had some marshmallows at your house. No, at, at oh, at, at the, yeah. yeah, he had yeah. a little fire pit. So we just wrangled up a bunch of wood from around there. And did he say his catchphrase when he shot off the fireworks? He didn't. He didn't. No. He didn't say fire in the hole. No, he didn't say fire in the hole. But he wasn't. He wasn't shooting them this year. Well, then I didn't miss anything. Yeah, by not being there. Well, yeah. that's great. Yeah, and then, and then the uh, we did some other things. We went to the zoo on Friday. That's cool. That was that was a blast. Beautiful weather. weather. Oh yeah. man, the weather was great, and uh, we had a great time. Such a great time, in fact, that we were like, "Let's just get passes." So did, did you? And we did. Wow. Um. Yeah, because it's like. less than $30 more to upgrade to a pass. Wow. Tips and tricks here, folks. Life hacks. And I'm like, surely if you go two more times, you save money. Right. And with Carrie homeschooling. Sure. We live like 10 minutes. Yeah. We live like 10 minutes from the zoo. So to me, it was a no brainer. That's cool. So we're looking forward to that. Just having some zoo time. That's awesome. The monkeys, man. You could just watch the monkeys. Monkeys are my favorite part. The whole time. I also like the snakes. I like to get right up to uh, the glass. My kids wouldn't even. Yeah. They wouldn't even let me go in to the snakes. <laughs> they were terrified for me to go in there. So I'm hoping maybe over this year they'll realize that it's nothing to be deathly terrified about. Like they literally started shaking when I was walking towards the reptiles. That's when you know you just gotta i mean if if that was my kid doing it 
You know what I would do. Yeah, but I also know how your kid acted <laughs> when she was at our house. She was terrified of everything. Charity or yeah. Faith? Yeah. Charity. Yeah. <laughs> well. So we had, it, it was great. I had a, had a good time. I took a, an extra day off and just really enjoyed some family time. It's good. And, uh, but yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. I, I was still feeling really sick. Yeah. Uh, for, for whatever reason. I couldn't sleep Saturday night, which is the worst. I mean, for me, that is the worst. Tossing and turn, just trying to get to sleep and knowing that I'm already feeling sick. Like, don't know what I'm going to feel like in the morning. And I don't think I got to sleep till almost three. Wow. And I normally get up at five on Sunday because I like to get over here mm-hmm. and turn the worship music on mm-hmm. and just pray and get all oily, oily get all oiled up oiled up in the holy ghost and, mm-hmm. uh so you know going to sleep at three i didn't get up till about seven and wow so i didn't get my my full mm-hmm. you know experience of of just praying and and all that so i was already feeling a little off i'm already feeling sick and then um when when i started talking i realized i didn't even have a voice i didn't feel like I had much of a voice left from coughing and all that. So I had cough drops in and I felt like I had a good word, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, I didn't feel like it was a good sermon. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. like the word I had to communicate, I felt like that was a good word, but it just wasn't put together and packaged in a way that I would have been proud of, you know? So anyway, I'm sure I'm sure that it was still very impactful. I saw a bunch of people sharing it on social media. Really? A bunch of people? I saw one person <laughs> share it. No, but then in staff meeting, they were talking about there was, you know, on the, the live feed, live people were sharing it. And that's true. So that's, that's a more bunch. than one. That's a bunch. I mean, yeah. So I, the word was four ways to flourish in 2020. Yeah. So what, what, you you didn't hear the sermon. I haven't listened to it yet. What if if you were going to preach a message on how to flourish in 2020, what what would you say? What are what are some ways to flourish in the new year? Oh, I would say you want to attach yourself to the vine. Okay. So you want to be abiding? Abiding? It's a good word. I would say you want to be That's John chapter 15. Okay. For uh, our listeners and for me and you would want to be meditating on god's word daily okay so i would that's good i would throw that in there that was one of my points okay i I, psalm 92 was my text oh wow went through the whole psalm that's cool Mm -hmm. those are a couple i don't know if you wanted me to give four to match your four. No, I was just curious, you know, if, if someone said, hey, I want to flourish. Yeah. Really what? Right. I, what I got to do? Yeah. So, um, my four were to begin and end each day by praising God. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Not just to start each day. Or end each day. Or end each day, but end each day. But to do both, and we see that in Psalm 92. That's, that's really difficult today. Not like today, today, but in, in today's this day and age world, 
where your phone is your alarm because you snoo you turn off your alarm and then you already have your phone in your hand you're already going that direction so i mean i, I yeah I, i'm not sure if it has to be the the very first thing but you know a part of how you start the day okay you know yeah so i talked about that um giving expression to uh our heart and thankfulness to to god with our voices and and not just thinking it but actually putting it in our mouth Mm -hmm. uh the second was um spend time each day meditating on god and i want to put god's word Mm -hmm. but in in the psalm it's talking about several different aspects of god and so it it yes absolutely god's word has to be a part of our daily life if we want to flourish but it doesn't just have to be meditating on a specific verse or a specific passage but just thinking about god who he is what his plan is his purpose for our life to be thinking on those things. That was number two. Number three. Oh, what was number three? To realize that you have God's spirit and power on the inside. So he talked about how daily or or that, that God has poured over him fresh oil. Mm. And that's talking about the Holy Spirit for us. Yeah. And the daily we, we need to have this realization that we're spirit-filled and got God's power. And uh, that was the point that I actually started preaching. I, I, I just really felt uh, some, some passion, some fire there, so I began to preach a little bit. That's cool. What, what was it? Like power, talking about power, was it like you have the power to live more than just like a mundane yeah every day yeah like realize the you have power to overcome sin to rise up to to make a difference in people's lives like you're called by god to 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 be an influencer to shine like to we, we got to break out of the mentality of just you know going through another day yeah with with no thought, no purpose, no intentionality. And the the thinking on and really meditating on and, and having the realization that, man, I'm filled with God's spirit. And and what I talked about how was that the people in the Old Testament that were anointed with oil were people who were being set apart for a special duty, mm-hmm. a prophet, a priest, a king, like this was a moment when they were set apart for a specific task. And so now we are anointed with God's spirit. It's not purposefulness. It's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so to be like, what am I going to accomplish for God today, every day? So to have that realization, to live in that. And then the fourth was to be planted in God's house. And at the end of all that, he says, the people that do these things are going to flourish and they're going to be like trees that bear fruit and that's cool even in old age that they'll be fruitful so that's that's what you know my hope is for everyone in the new year and the new decade is to flourish yeah to prosper to grow yeah 
I feel like those those are two, you know, with with mine last week and yours this week. That's a great one-two punch, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to, well, I'm, that to kick off your new year. I, I think so. So I think is a good word, but I I yeah I was, yeah. We, I went down there for about ten minutes and and I was like, man, he's he's having a hard time talking. Yeah, I I could feel it. Yeah. Some of the other people I talked to said they they didn't notice. But I don't know if they're just being nice. Maybe it's because I already knew that you weren't feeling well, and, yeah. and I hadn't checked back in with you in a couple of days to see how you were feeling. So I was just like, oh, he's probably still not feeling his best. But woke up uh, yesterday feeling a lot better. Great. So that's good. Just man, cedars of the devil. This pollen. It's just I don't know what to do here in San Antonio. Yeah, it, thankfully it. It doesn't bother me. It's got to suffer through, I guess. Yeah. Move to Colorado, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could, you know, you could try cutting out dairy. I know dairy's a big... Uh, it makes you allergic to cedar? Hey, it, it kicks up your allergies like crazy. Oh, wow. Well, I don't drink a lot of dairy. Oh, that's good. I hardly have any dairy. You don't put any in cheese or... I put a little cream in my coffee. Put, put in some creams. Just a little cream. But I do eat a lot of cheese. I I love some cheese. Yeah. But anyway. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll be praying for you. Thanks, man. Podcast listeners, pray for Matt and his cedar allergies. Yeah. So of these four points, like if you were going to add a fifth, what what would you add to it? I was thinking maybe something along the lines of prayer, but really the first two, I would say, are prayer. Sure. You know, as you're thinking about God, I think as you think about how great he is, what he's done in your life, your natural inclination should be to speak to him and thank him for that. I think surrounding yourself with, well, I guess that's being planted in God's house. Right. Surrounding yourself with um, people that can build you up and... right. You know, and invest in relationships in God's house. Right. So I, I think you I covered all the I bases. I think you covered it all. First base, second base, third base, home base. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a way to, to, within all of that, I think it encapsulates everything to flourish. Yeah. I shared, I shared a verse from, and you might have been down there by the time I was doing that, from Ephesians chapter one about the experiencing the fullness of Christ as he is the head of the church that to experience the fullness of him we have to be planted in in a church why do you think it is that so many Christians today feel like they can walk out their Christian life but not be a part of a local church there's probably a few reasons I think one of them is they didn't, maybe they got burnt or had a bad experience at a church that they were very connected with. And so they associate the whole church in general with, with that experience. And so, hey, if I can if I can find a preacher that it really edifies me, but not have to deal with all the politics and everything that can go in a, in a church. Yeah. Convenience is one of them yeah 
I can drink coffee and have my toast in bed and watch watch a message. Do you th- do you think so? Like I've I've never been in that position. I've probably could count on one hand or maybe two the Sundays that I've been alive yeah. that I haven't been in church where I wasn't sick, you know. Um so I I've never been in that position. I've always been a member of a church, this church. And I count that to be a great blessing. So I've never been in that place, certainly been hurt in church, uh, for sure. But do you, do you think that, that, that people are doing that? Like you said, they, they tune in to a preacher every Sunday? Probably not every Sunday Yeah, as their church. It, probably, it might start that way. But I think it it doesn't last. I it, think once you're I think once you're out of a church, you're not planted you, soon you just won't be really getting any source of um right. Whatever it is. And I, I know there are certain people that, you know, even in our own congregation who uh for health reasons, you know, they're they're not able to attend. We're not, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Right. And I know that for many of those people, they tune in every Sunday to, you know, they'll, they'll spend their whole Sunday watching and, and, and being fed the word of God. And so I'm thankful for the day and age we live in where that's, that's an option for people who are, uh, you know, have health, health challenges and, and aren't able to, to come. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not talking to though about that, you know. I think too it's maybe a lack of teaching you know from the Bible that really we are commanded to be part of a church, local church. Mm-hmm. Because when when someone does experience something and it's just like, "Oh, you know, I I love I love God and and I love Jesus, but the church church thing just isn't it isn't for me." Yeah. It's like, even if it's not for you, it's not really an option. If if you're a believer, right, you need to be part of a church, right. So maybe maybe if if truly they love God and love Jesus and have a relationship with Him, I would think if they knew that it is your expectation from God to be planted in a church. Hopefully, they would if they knew the importance of it and that it wasn't just an option. Yeah. So that that could be one thing that just a lack of biblical understanding. So that first that first category of of getting hurt or burned um in a church. What what would you say to somebody who that had happened to and they they're just disconnected? Maybe it's been a few years since they've been a part of a church. Yeah, I've I've told a few I told a guy last night I said, there's, there's no perfect church. Like if you have the mentality of you're, you're trying to find that perfect church, you're just going to be church hopping for forever. And I didn't talk about this last night with, with the guy, but we're every having the understanding that even 
people in church leadership are still people and they're not perfect either. We are still sinful and we fall and make mistakes. And so not to just write off, oh, all pastors are going to hurt me or I can't trust any church leadership anywhere. You know, if if you did experience something bad at a church and, and maybe leadership really didn't handle it the right way, yeah, I would look for another church, but don't don't go in just so skeptic, skeptical of everybody and that everybody's hypocrites or whatever, because more than likely they're it's just uh, it's not the norm for right. leadership to be like that. So that's what I would say. There's no perfect church. You're not I, our church isn't perfect by any means. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we and and but I I really believe Destiny has great people, and and so I think it's a great church because we have great people. So that's what I would encourage them to. To find somewhere that you just feel like they're teaching the Bible and that has good people. Yeah. So That's good. Yeah. Solid advice. Thanks. What what would you what would you tell someone? Um it depends, you know, it depends on what happened. Yeah. The situation. Um yeah, it, it it is a sad thing, you know, that that people are are sometimes hurt in in church, but you know that that's just the risk that you take when you when you become a part of 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 a church is you open up your life and your heart to people and we're we're all imperfect and so you be, you you become vulnerable to express love, you have to become vulnerable and open yourself up. And I, I want to, I want to believe that that the majority of times that people are experiencing hurt in church, that it is um, accidental. Mm-hmm. You know that that people were not being malicious or. Um, going out of their way to but it but it was a it was a misunderstanding it was a miscommunication that there were things said that were not taken the right way i I think that's probably a lot of it um i want to believe that you know i I don't the, the idea that there's like these horrible people out there just wounding people i i don't like thinking about that so you know i I, as best as I can when I have opportunities to talk to people that have been hurt, I encourage them to try to seek restoration with with where they're coming from, mm-hmm. you know, that I think it's worth trying to walk through the the pain uh, that, that you don't just walk away from from people you know walk away from relationships that you've been building for years and years and years especially if especially if it's a misunderstanding mm-hmm. you know you know obviously if if a pastor's fallen into sin or or he's you know 
stealing money or cheating on his wife or, you know, uh, that's a different situation. Right. right. Um, but if it's, or teaching error, right? If he's just falsely teaching things against the Bible. But if it's not those two things, I, I would encourage someone to really do their best to try and seek reconciliation. Um, I mean, that's what we do in marriage, right? You know, we uh, uh, none of our marriages are without offense, but we don't just walk out the door and, and not try to make it work, you know? Yeah. And I think a church can be like that too. And, you know, if, if like, like in a marriage, if, if there is an offense and, and you don't work it out and you just kind of harbor it or bury it, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna end up creating future problems down the line, disappointments, resentments. I think that, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. In, in a church environment. So anyway, but I don't really think people, when they even become members at a church that they're looking at it in the same way as a marriage covenant. So when something does go wrong or there is some friction, Hey, there's, 15 other churches on Callahan that I can pick and go there. So again, I think it it just goes back to teaching of the word and understanding, you know, what the Bible says. And, And back in the day when the church first started, they didn't have that luxury. You mean 2000 years ago? Yes. Okay. Not 79 years ago. No, not when our church started which is pretty close to when the first church started but you know if you got in an argument with someone there wasn't anywhere within a hundred miles to go to right find another church these people were so deeply connected right with each other that so i i, I wonder how it was back then with hurts and disagreements if if they really stuck it out and worked through it as a community or if those people really ended up just leaving the faith because there wasn't another option to go to. Yeah. I think, I think they definitely, definitely would work things out more than we do. So it's kind of a wacky discussion. Yeah. I, for the new year it is but i think going into 2020 it would be great if everybody made a commitment to their church where they're at yeah to just go all in right where you're at right absolutely and you know if like i said if if they're teaching the bible and leadership is sound there's good people Make it work. Amen. Make it work. And and you will grow and flourish you in will. that process. And a lot of a lot of times the way that we grow and maybe the only way that we grow is through challenging ourselves and and through being stretched and 
going even through difficult circumstances and hard circumstances. And that's just a big part of how we're sanctified in our walk with the Lord is God puts us in a local church full of flawed, broken people, and he throws us all together. And knowing full well that it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. And we're going to have to work through it all. And that's how we grow to be like Christ. And it it can be a messy thing, but it can also be a, a great and glorious and beautiful thing. And so, you know, the, the Bible talks about a, a church like a family. You know, you, Paul uses that language a lot, mm-hmm. the language of family. And families aren't perfect. And sometimes there's arguments and disagreements and hurts, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, we're all still family. Yeah, and we all still show up for Thanksgiving, you know, and right. we we for the sake of the family learn to walk in forgiveness, and for the sake of I mean, you you don't just turn your back on your family, you know, and it can be a mess at times, but. Love conquers all. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, so walk in love in 2020, and you will flourish. Flourish. That's the word. Flourish. That's the word for 2020? Like, yeah, that's, that's the word all for right. 2020, to flourish. Did you say that? I, I, I can't remember what I said on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I said that some, some way, yeah. some point. I don't know if I was explicit yeah because there's usually a word for the year i don't know if i like said it was the word Mm -hmm. but i said i like that word it's a nice word yeah it it it, it's a little feminine a little bit maybe think of like a flower flower yeah but i think if you say it with some gusto flourish flourish but I, I'm, I'm i'm grabbing a hold of it and i'm believing god it's great to see myself and so many others flourishing i would say part of i guess the fourth point as maybe we're wrapping this thing up getting staying planted in god's house a great way to start the year flourishing with other people is to serve at the missions conference, Light Your World. Mm, absolutely. You know, we, we have an awesome team that pulls off the conference every year, but it's it's one of my favorite times of the year because I love when just a big team from yeah. the church comes together to pull off something that would be impossible right. without, without them. Right. And... Yeah, if you've never done something like that, you 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 are missing out. Yeah. You are missing out on life. If you have never showed up to church and said I'm I'm here to serve and I'm here to work and I'm here to 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 accomplish a a mission and a task and and to be a part of putting this thing on, mm-hmm. whether that's a missions conference or a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night or something like that. If you 
haven't ever experienced that, man, you are missing out. I mean, I just, like, that's all I do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's all we do all the time. Our whole lives have been that. And and to think to have never done that, I mean, just the the camaraderie. Oh, yeah. The encouragement, the excitement, the the positive vibes, mm-hmm. the the overcoming challenges together. At the end of the day, you look back and you say, "Look at look at what God did, and we got to be a part of it, mm-hmm. and He used us, whether we were." greeting people at the front or or stacking chairs or serving in the kitchen or the kids ministry or worship or or whatever part that we played like if you're not if you're not getting in on that man you are ju- you're just missing out on on life yeah you know I so don't, yeah I, I don't know if if you have a sermon yet for sunday but to me that sounds like a great Going into missions conference, going into twenty twenty sermon right there. Wow, I, I I I was working on one, and it it yeah it was I I was going to talk about why why missions conference and what it's all about and it and it is going to be a sermon that ministers to you, and I, I wasn't I wasn't going to talk about serving, mm-hmm. but. I think you could throw it in there. I mean, I'll throw it in there. It's wor- it's it's important. I mean, that's that's part of why people look forward to missions conference. The people who who do serve every year like Oh yeah. That's that's one of the reasons they get jazzed up about it's missions. The highlight conference. of their year. I'm, so many people telling me, yeah. man, this is the highlight of my year." So And they're there stacking chairs. <laughs> and that if that sounds crazy to you, Man, you you just need you just need Jesus to transform your mind and your thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. The, you don't know what you're missing. Like you just don't know. So yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw some of that in there on Sunday. We're gonna have like, well, we're really not gonna have anybody, but we're gonna have like twenty people show up, stacking chairs, waiting for some like magical thing to happen. <laughs> like where, what, where, when do the heavens open why is this cool uh but yeah man i'm looking forward to uh light your world we got a lot to do getting yeah. ready yeah so we better but, wrap uh, this up yes we should thanks for listening first podcast of 2020 actually no last last week was oh sh- but we, yeah. re- we recorded it on tuesday <laughs> yes so it didn't feel like it was the first Thanks for listening to the second podcast of the decade. I hope you flourish in 2020 and beyond. And we'll talk to you next week. There is hope.